Yo, what's good, everyone? It's great to be back on the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson, and I'm here to break down the Saturday, June 19th NHL DFS slate with you. Now, we got a showdown slate here between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. Game four, Tampa is currently up 2-1 in this series. You take a look here in the top left-hand corner. You can see they're also favored to win game four, sitting there at minus 132. The Isles has home dogs at plus 114, and then got a game total there coming in at 5.0. And then I list out the player scoring guide and goalie scoring guide directly behind me. You can kind of just use that as a reference point as I'm going through my favorite captain plays and flex plays for this showdown slate. But before we dive into my favorite plays here for this showdown slate, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Pat and his team at the Mayo Media Network are posting content all week long, tackling multiple different sports. You don't want to miss out on any of that. And for you podcast people, just head on over to the Apple Pods. You can find all of the content there. Leave a five-star review while you're at it. And of course, going to talk a little prize picks here. Now, if you haven't signed up for prize picks yet or even checked it out, head on over to prizepicks.com. And if you do want to sign up, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. Folks, it is completely free money. As soon as you put your money in or deposit your money, prize picks is going to match that. You don't need to play a single contest like some other sites. They're going to match that deposit again up to $100 as soon as you put your money in. Again, just use code MMN to get that match deposit. Now, I do have my eye on a couple of picks here in this game between the Lightning and the Islanders. If you want to see who I got my money on, head on over to the Mayo Media Network Twitter account. We're going to post two picks there on Saturday morning. And again, if you want to sign up for prize picks or sign up in the future even, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. But all right, folks, time to dive into this spreadsheet here. Now, for those of you who have seen my showdown videos over on my channel at GriffDogDFS, you know what I'm going to talk about here next. But for those of you who don't know what I'm going to talk about, let me break it down for you. There are six general showdown rules that we should typically be following when playing NHL showdown contests. So I'm not going to go through these one by one. It's kind of sound like a broken record when I do that. Uh, but take a screenshot of these or just follow them as close as possible on the video here. These are six rules that we should be generally following. We don't absolutely have to follow these to a T. There are definitely exceptions to some of these rules. For example, rule number one, no defenseman at captain. I think we could probably make an argument for someone like Victor Hedman or even Alex Petrangelo, who's been dominating for the Vegas Golden Knights. So there are exceptions to these rules, but we should be following them as close as possible for the most optimal NHL showdown lineup. So again, take a screenshot of these, do whatever you want to do with them, but six rules that we should generally be following. All right, now we're going to dive into my favorite plays here, kicking it off with the cap. And what I do is I list out a captain from both sides of this game or one player from each team. Now, obviously, as you can see here, I'm listing out the goaltenders on both sides of this game. Now, why? I'm suspecting this to be another low scoring game. In game one, we saw three goals. In game two, we saw six. And then in game three, we saw another three goals. I think games one and game three were more accurate to what we'll see throughout this series. And look at the numbers here. The Islanders allowed just 2.00 goals per game during the regular season season, the third fewest in the NHL, and the Tampa Bay Lightning were also a top three team in terms of defense this year as well. So 
I'm suspecting this to be a low-scoring series in general going forward. We've seen that in two of the three games so far, and both of these goalies here have that 20-25-plus DraftKings point upside that you're really looking for in these low-scoring games. In each of the first three games, the winning goaltender has allowed two goals or fewer. So I'm going to go back to the goaltenders here once again. I think it makes sense based off of what we've seen so far in this series and based off of how both teams played all season. Now, moving on down here to my favorite flex players, I think I would have been batshit crazy to leave Nikita Kucherov off this list, and honestly, I almost did. Not because he's been bad on the road, but he's just been significantly better while playing at home. You can see he is averaging one point per game while playing at home. He has seven points in seven road games, but he has 16 points in seven home games. Averaging over two points per game at home. So again, almost took him off the list, but I think I'd be crazy not to talk about him. He is the most expensive player on this slate, which is another reason as to why someone might fade him in what could be a very low-scoring game. But again, Kucherov is averaging a point per game while playing on the road and still averaging 10.5 DraftKings points. So yeah, it's again, it's hard not to talk about that guy. Brain points, same thing here. He's on a six-game goal streak right now and has goals in 10 of 14 playoff games so far throughout the 2021 playoffs. This dude has the hot hand on his stick right now, plays on the first line, plays on that first power play. You can stack him up with Kucherov. Both those guys are very expensive, so you'll likely have to pay down for the rest of your lineup, but in what could be a low-scoring game, that might work out, or maybe you think this does turn into a shootout. In that case, these two should definitely be at the top of your list. The next guy here then is going to be on the Islander side of things. Matthew Barzell has really started to find the hot hand on his stick as of late too. You can see there are five goals in his past 10 games, averaging 11 DraftKings points per game. And naturally, this guy is more of a playmaker. So if he's scoring goals as well, I really like where the ceiling is at for this guy. Going to play on the first line, play on the first power play, and should lead all Islander forwards in minutes as well. So I like Matthew Barzell here, a little more expensive for Islanders forwards. Forwards, but definitely not afraid to pay up for him considering the way he's played as of late. Next guy here, Victor Hedman. Kind of name dropped him earlier when I was going through those general showdown rules. There's no reason we couldn't put someone like Hedman in the captain spot. He's got the highest ceiling of any defenseman and honestly, probably right in the mix of the top three to five highest ceilings of any skater in this game. Plays about 24 plus minutes, plays on the number one power play with Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, Kalorn, a lot of firepower there and plays on the penalty kill too, and he's top 17 plus DraftKings points in back-to-back -back games. Again, really hard to ignore those types of numbers. Now, I was a bit hesitant with this next pick here, Ryan Pollock, not because he's a bad player. He's actually a really good player, but he was pulled off the power play last game for Travis Zajac. Why the hell did Barry Trotz do that? Travis Zajac's like 37 years old. Dude, get him off the power play. And plus, Pollock has a nasty slap shot. Just a bomb of a shot. There's no reason he shouldn't be on that power play. So hopefully it was a one-game experiment, but I have no idea if that's actually going to happen or not. Hopefully he gets back on that power play there, but assuming he doesn't, I still like this play here at $8,000 because this really is a guy that can rack up DraftKings points in a number of different ways. He'll shoot the puck, he can still get on the score sheet, and not afraid to block shots either. Has that double-digit DraftKings point upside that you're really looking for at this price, and he's hit that in five of his past 10 games. So again, I hope he gets put back on the power play. Not entirely sure he will, but he has a lot more upside 
if he does. We then got Alex Kalorn there for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Plays on the second line, plays on that first power play, and just too cheap in my opinion for a guy that has six goals, six assists, 12 points in his past 12 games. Again, another guy that can get you double-digit DraftKings points. Really, anybody in that top six on either team can get you to those double-digit DraftKings points, but Kalorn playing with Stamkos five-on-five and then playing with Kucherov, Point, and Hedman on the power play, this dude has the opportunity to get on the score sheet any given night. I don't care who the opponent is. So $7,200 here. I definitely want some exposure to him. DraftKings just doesn't want to price this guy up, and maybe rightfully so, because you got to price guys up like Point, Barzell, Kucherov, Stamkos. I understand that, but Kalorn here, 12 points in his past 12 games. Again, really hard to ignore those numbers. And then we got Scott Mayfield here, another New York Islanders defenseman. Not a guy who's going to get on the score sheet all that frequently. In fact, he's only got one point here in his past 10 games, but can still get you those double-digit DraftKings points that you're looking for. You can see there in his past 10 games, has hit nine-plus DraftKings points in six of his past 10. That's primarily from blocking shots. And this guy does average three block shots per game. Take a look here at the scoring guide. You block three shots there, you're going to get that. That additional three points. So that's really what I'm targeting here with Scott Mayfield. Plays around 20 minutes per game. I do like that. Plays on the penalty kill. But again, don't really bank on him getting on the score sheet. If he does, he's going to smash his value. Now, the showdown slates here between these two teams have made it a little difficult to find some value players. I like Blake Coleman, Barclay Goudreau, maybe. If you like someone from that fourth line for the Islanders between Zizekas, Clutterbuck, or Matt Martin, you can go that route there in the 2K range. I just have no interest in that. So it has been a little difficult to find some value plays. Palmieri and Chernak are kind of those guys for me, or even Blake Coleman. I'll talk about why I went with Chernak here in just a minute. Uh, but ultimately, these are kind of the value plays here for me on this slate. So with that being said, Kyle Palmieri here, $5,800. Kind of hard to call this a value play, but we're in a roll with it. He's been very good at home here over his past 10 games. Look at the numbers he's put up. 13, 9.3, 12.8, 13.0, 4.5 DraftKings points in his past five games. Again, another guy that can get you double-digit DraftKings points, a guy that can get on the score sheet, plays on that third line, plays on the second power play, and actually that third line for the Islanders led the entire game with nine scoring chances and four high-danger scoring chances. So you could go with Palmieri and Pajot as a little pairing there. Travis Zajac is the other guy on that line. I kind of dogged him just a few minutes ago, so I probably won't go that road. Uh, but I do like Palmieri and Pajot. Those guys were very good in Game 3. And then wrapping it up there with Eric Chernak. Again, I went between him and Coleman. Ultimately landed on Chernak here, but Coleman, I believe, is $4,800. Definitely don't mind that either. Chernak has been a bit more consistent, though, as of late. A guy who's going to play bigger minutes, plays on the penalty kill. Coleman does as well. Um, but Chernak here, I kind of just went with the solidified ice time. He's a guy that can get on the score sheet. He's got five or six assists here in his past 10 games. Uh, plays on the penalty kill again, obviously. And can block shots there, too. So a guy that can get you double-digit DraftKings points. And ultimately, the value play that I landed on. But again, 100% okay with someone like Blake Coleman as well. Someone who can get you eight plus DraftKings points that you're looking for at this price tag here. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up the video here for today. As always, thank you all for taking the time. 
of your day to watch these videos. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Pat and his team posting content all week long. You don't want to miss out on any of that. And again, for those of you who want to sign up for prize picks, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. But folks, we got the U.S. Open this week. We got some hockey here. Let's enjoy this slate. Let's enjoy the weekend. Win some money as well. We're at it. I'm out of here. Thank <laughs> you.